Once well, so you've clapped, we start. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Big, can we add? Oh. It has to be better than that, though. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Okay, we've gone with two claps. So already oh. broken, broken the ball. We Someone. also can't comment every time on the fact there was a clap. No, we should that in any other podcast. It's become our unofficial introduction, I think. Yeah. Yeah. One um, clap. Oh. That's it. One clap. No, that's perfect. Oh, no, that's a beautiful clap. Um, I, th- I feel like we owe our viewers slash listeners an explanation as to why we haven't been posting content. I'm not doing this again. We've apologised for almost every episode yeah. that's coming out. We're just, this is just another episode and deal with it. You know, it's, been, it's been later than we've We've shown liked, our true colours. We're yeah, inconsistent. Exactly. Also show, we're just yeah. incredibly busy people. Are we? You're listening to two. They're listening to two very... <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I found myself doing very little this January. Uh, anyway, we're, we're very lucky to be joined by uh, Zoe Barnett, uh, a wonderful guitarist. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah, no, we've been trying to get you on for ages, but you've been uh, detained overseas. Yeah. But you literally got Legally, back into the country. can I add? Yes, no, sorry. Should have, <laughs> yeah. should, have, should have made that clear. You literally got back into the country yesterday. Um, no, I, I moved into my flat yesterday. You moved into your flat yesterday. I came back last Friday. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, right, but well, still very new. So if you didn't think to mention to us earlier than now, you know. <laughs> back get, in London. Get you on the podcast as soon as you got off the plane. That was the plan. Yeah. yeah just, just, just before you could see any friends, Priority any family. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> just hounding podcast you. Awaits. Podcast, podcast awaits. I know. Um, so I guess we can say we've been onto it in some sense, finding times and stuff, you know, yeah. finding guests, etc. Yeah, exactly. It's not like we've been lazy. I mean, the moment she stepped off the plane. Yeah. And, and this, this, this starts our international, our, our, the podcast is now international. We've got it's, our international guests. <laughs> Someone who's you're, yes, but uh, but, but detained, detained legally in in Holland, which might be a yeah. good place to start. Yeah, asking some yes. questions about why, that. Why were you in Holland? So I went on an Erasmus. Yeah, yeah. which a lot of people don't know what it is. No, it's true. So yeah. you exchange, you go to a different conservatoire, mm-hmm. and yeah, I spent a term there. But the um, European term is from September to Feb. Yeah, it's semester, right, isn't it? Semester, Different yeah. Different words, exciting. But yeah. then I, I think RCM calls it a semester. Oh, do we? Or RCM also RCM. now calls it a, a Turing scheme. Right? <laughs> you, you went and did a Turing scheme. I thought it was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a con. But anyway, why did you, why did you choose The Hague? Um, and why did you um, want to go to Netherlands to do this So work? I had three options. So I had New York, Amsterdam, or The Hague. And... Yeah, I was like, I really, I would have loved to go to New York, but then London is, you know, is like super stressful being in that city. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I actually kind of just need a break. Mm. And then I was like, oh, Amsterdam might be quite nice. Um, and then I was like, oh, do I want to do the capital city thing? Like, maybe not. Maybe I do just want to have like a little nice retreat by the sea. So I'd be yeah. The Hague. It's really nice there. The Hague actually. is the capital city though, isn't it? No, no. that is Amsterdam. I was sure it was The Hague. Is that not the official capital or something? Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Was, was the Hague ever the capital? I don't think so. I'm, I'm convinced that at one point, it's kind of a similar thing to like Australia and South Africa in that you've kind of got the official capital, which is, I guess, Canberra, and then the actual cultural capitals, which is like Amsterdam, which is obviously a much busier city. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm maybe. digging myself a hole. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah. uh, but what is the... Um, 1795, I think, so I'm just the capital of... All right. So, so Zoe has just come back from an, from an exchange service, thinking that she... What do I know? Pick, picking it because it wasn't the capital city. <laughs> and went... <laughs> I'll let myself out the door. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that out of the podcast. We'll cut that out I think we'll cut this historical waffle out of the podcast the historical and you waffle. asked a question that you knew the answer to already. Yeah. Um, Zoe, what is the guitar scene like in uh, Holland? You know, in, I in got off city, um, yeah. the train from mm. Rotterdam 
first time being in the Hague, I swear I saw like five people carrying a guitar, and oh, I was really? like, "Whoa!" Okay. I, I thought could I was you tell the if only it was one. classical yeah. guitar the they were carrying. Or, no, know? I couldn't tell. You can never really know. I couldn't yeah. tell. Can you not tell by the way someone looks? I can always tell when an opera singer walks into the room. I don't know. It's, maybe it's the way they look. But laugh. I feel it's like I feel like you don't know. Mm. You can tell by the case, but then yeah. I was walking around with like a 20, 20 euro case, and everyone was like, "Zoe, you need to get a better case." But it just fit in my locker, so... I don't know, I feel there's something quite sort of trendy about that. Living life on the edge. You Um, drop that guitar. Oh, uh... I used to cycle with it on my back as well, and people were like, so you can't do that. And I'm like... Weapon of mass destruction. Exactly. (laughs) Go under a bridge and just come right off. It's incredible. Um, So so why why did you go on an exchange? Like, what was that motivation? Um, To probably get out of the city. Mm. Um, I've been here so long. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I need a change. I felt myself getting way too much into my routine right. and everything. I wasn't pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I know that's such a mm. cliche thing to say, but I really wanted to live abroad. Yeah. I wanted to experience um, a different guitar scene and just kind of see what it, it was like over there in terms of guitar, because it made me realize how isolated um, the UK is, mm. even though it's got like major reach over right. yeah. over the globe you know it's it is an amazing city to be in but for classical guitar you know all of the competitions and there's so many different mini scenes around Europe and yeah. you know you can jump on a train and and go to the different competitions and i think it makes it more accessible if mm. you're in mainland Europe yeah, it's fascinating. You'd obviously yeah. um, created for yourself a big like online platform, which helps. Mm-hmm. It's not in your base. Your, sorry, your audience isn't just in the UK, is it? No, it's not from at all. Places. So did you find it was difficult to establish yourself in Holland? Um, um, or could you do it kind of easily because you already had the presence online and stuff? Uh, is it like, were you getting concerts in venues there yeah. quite quickly from arriving? That's or? interesting. It wasn't really in the forefront of my mind. Yeah. I kind of, I can't, I had such a busy year last year. I think I was kind of like, I want to go and feel like a complete student before I graduate and I have to like come out into the real world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I did. You know, I played, I played, I think I, I only did one concert, but that was a few yeah. weeks in and my teacher was like, right, you're going to be on the radio and you're going to be playing to like everyone in the faculty. And I was like, yeah, I didn't yeah. sign up for this, even though, you know, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a bigger opportunity that you've had there <laughs> off the bat than you get usually in the UK? I mean, um, no, I wouldn't say, mm, I wouldn't say like, any, anything bigger. It wasn't like a, a massive shock. It was just mm, the fact that I was in a new faculty, you know, a really well-renowned people. faculty as well, really? which was like such an honor to be in. Um, Cause if you told me that I was going to be in, in the Hague guitar faculty when I was in first year, I would have literally laughed in your face. <laughs> yeah. like, I wasn't um, in that headspace to even probably get myself there in first wow. year, which is, you know, it's interesting to think about. Um, How do you think you yeah. got into that headspace? Years of being- You know, that. through my injury, really? I won't lie. Okay. It really had, like, I had to target what I wanted and how I yeah. was going to do it. And- can we get a little background of what the yeah. injury was? Yeah, so I did just whack that into into conversation. No, no, no. no. no it's, we're um, hoping to get there. Yeah, so okay. in 2021, coming out of the last lockdown, mm. um, I started getting um, like pain coming down my forearms, and I had no idea what it was. My my mum was saying like, "Oh, you've sprained your you've sprained your wrists or something," yeah. in the gym, and I was 
something like in me was like, oh, I don't know. Like I'll wait a few weeks and see mm. and see what happens. Did you, did you kind of immediately feel like there was something wrong there? Yeah, I had yeah. A, a major gut gut yeah. feeling, which was like not good because yeah. it, it started so um, like lightly. Yeah, I was. It was almost. Did you try first... and play through the the pain in um, the sense at the beginning? Then I did. Realized, yeah, it didn't. But I'm I'm good at knowing when to stop. Also, something mm, in me good. was like. My military father would have just said no pain, no gain, and told me to get yeah, on with it. Yeah, which is so yeah. difficult. Uh, so difficult. I was it... to say I'm joking. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please do carry on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough, you know, because I was coming into my graduation recital in fourth year, mm. and and lockdown coming out of lockdown, you're like, oh, I want to get going, and RCM yeah. being a performing arts. Uh, uni was one of the only ones where you could actually go in and use the faci facilities mm. so it's like you know after two years of lockdown or one year yeah. you were ready to go again yeah I was yeah. so ready and then and how long did it take you to get back to um yeah six months so and yeah, yeah. you did you develop like a sort of different style of playing guitar from doing that because I see that yeah. you stand up a lot in videos yeah, yeah, yeah. and clips and stuff and That's it's kind the of like way I play now. Is wow. it because yeah. you like you mm -hmm. didn't just choose that as a style it's it's from, no. it is from your injury isn't yeah, it yeah, and it helps sure. a lot but it's kind of like also now become a part of your identity as a player. So. Oh my god everything since then has it's just completely changed like me as a musician yeah I like I, I feel I am a guitarist but it's so much more than that now because mm. because of that injury but yeah I had a spinal rotation pelvic um rotation I think as well mm. and then um my upper ribs were shoving my shoulder blades out of place which was giving me nerve damage so it was all like nice. such a mess but the thing is with those kinds of injuries you can't see it and no yeah. one's looking at your back mm. And when you're, you know, I was 21, turning 22, you know, you don't, you don't think about, oh, the root of the problem. Yeah. I was getting told I had tendonitis and RSI. So that's what I was going with. And mm. I was running with it. And I was like, right, how do I, how do I right. stop this? But you only know you have to go looking for the root of the problem. Yeah. And it's so difficult to troubleshoot yourself when you're. Oh a my god, musician. it's awful. Yeah. I, mean, I remember when I was doing Alexander Technique in my in my early years at college, and they were sort of telling me all the things that I was doing wrong, and I was like, no, no, don't tell me that. Tell me the good things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I only want to hear about, about what I'm doing well. Yeah, uh, which is perhaps why I haven't haven't improved uh, remotely. <laughs> <laughs> but I think to really look in the mirror and, and kind of address the stuff that's happened, quite and literally, come up yeah. with techniques that you I mean you've pioneered. You know, to be one of the yeah. people that stands up. I, I mean, I, I didn't even know about this. It's so new to me. Mm, this is, yeah, uh, it's extraordinary. A lot of people don't because. I think I get a lot of questions being like, why do you stand up? Like, what is this? Like, this isn't, this isn't right. Classical guitar is meant to be playing sat down. And I'm like, Muppets. but that was the only way I could have played without like this stupid pain coming in my arms, yeah. which wasn't even coming from my arms. So it doesn't even make any, any yeah. sense. Yeah, that's. A I wasn't diagnosed with anything. And that's what is also kind of scary because, you know, you could have this pain anywhere and it might be coming from a completely different part of your body. Yeah. You just have to figure out where it is. And that's yeah. a whole process. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Goodness, that must have been so terrifying. It was. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I know how, how sensitive at what I am. Because yeah, at what point do you, like, kind of not ignore, but start realizing that the people telling you that the problem is the problem might not actually know exactly what yeah. is going wrong with you. So mm. you those in those six months, I imagine you did a lot of, like, it, experimenting. Yeah. It was, it was tough. Yeah, it, I had a 
maybe a few weeks, maybe almost a month where I was just like, I'd given up basically. I was like, this isn't going away. I'm just going to have to live, live with this. Right. Yeah. And then, mm. um, there's a, an amazing osteopath in Gloucester road, mm. um, with a sports massage, um, part of it as well. And, I went there and I walked in and I was like, I have RSI and tendinitis. And she was like, no, you don't. And I was like, whoa, wow. what do you mean? <laughs> Tell me everything. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah so it was kind of down to, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. And then I was so lucky. And that's was like, that's also why I feel like it like keeps me going with it because, yeah. because I was able to make a recovery and yeah. I'm so grateful for that. So, so what think, kept you, kept you loving it? Um, I mean, goodness! I, I think had I been out for that long, I'd have I'd have forgotten all about singing. Yeah, you know certainly how to. <laughs> I think it was just stubbornness, honestly. And mm. it's like I've played. My mum's a guitarist. Um, she taught me and my sister. Right. My sister's a singer. You know, like music is like I was brought up with it. So, yeah, yeah the six months I had off was the longest I'd had off playing mm. guitar or yeah. music oh. since before I can remember. So it was like literally that coupled with pain and like. <laughs> not knowing if I was going to play again. It's yeah. like, don't know how to cope with it. Horrible environment. So you like yeah. have to find a way to get back. Mm. And then, yeah, it was interesting. I was sat on the sofa um, after having osteopath treatments and it was getting better, yeah. but I would sit down to watch TV with my flatmate and it would start hurting again. And I was like, this is so bizarre because it doesn't hurt like during the day, but only when I sit down and like really? relax. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, this is how I, this is how I like can play again. I just, I might have to start playing standing up. Yeah. yeah. It's funny as well. Cause um, oh, like teachers tell you that this is the way to play your instrument. Like mm -hmm. don't do anything, any, I think other than this, but like you do have, everyone has an individual body. Yeah, oh my god. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And is doing individually. Like you might be climbing, which they're not aware of, mm. but they should be. Or like someone might be doing something, which is... Yeah. I find a way know, of mentioning to everybody that I climb. So most, most, people, <laughs> yeah. most people are very, very well aware. <laughs> anyone anyone following your story is aware of every move. Uh, exactly. uh, every mm. muscle that pops out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's been busy, you know? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> It's only so long until the podcast will be recorded. Like when you're yeah. back turn. It's an X-rated episode. This. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's behind the scenes. I think that's. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's funny. I, I think uh, in in many ways, coming looking at the singing world, people are very accepting of uh, people who might not be able to stand while singing. I mean, that's not such a big thing. I mean, obviously everybody mm, yeah. does in recital, but it's like if if someone mm. was paralysed, for instance, mm. it's like there'd be no expectation. So it, it's funny that you, people kind of asked you those questions. Well, they wouldn't have always known, I suppose. Oh, was, was, that, yeah. was that it? Was if, it if you're doing know. a lunchtime recital, imagine someone came up at the end and said, why did you... But they just don't... You'd have to tell them the story probably yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, right? it comes out all the time. Really? Literally, mm. like, almost every time I play to an audience. Yeah. But... You should put it on a T-shirt or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am back in the yeah. <laughs> Blue badge. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it, it makes so much sense, though, mm. in my head, obviously, because it's what I do now, but... When you, you don't see electric guitarists sat down. No. Like that would be, well, not weird, but know. you know, you go to a concert and you you want to be like, yeah, yeah like with the with I the musicians. Th I think Brian May's uh, solo would have been far less impressive. <laughs> well, you're, you're bringing a little bit <laughs> of rock it. into the kind of classical world in a way, yeah. right? which is really cool, actually. Which is really fun. Yeah. And it um, helps me put less pressure on myself for sure, because mm. I don't do what everyone else does. Mm. And I've had to accept that. Yeah. 
but also in a way it's giving me so much more freedom and yeah, yeah. yeah it's just amazing you know oh, yeah I'm, I'm going to use that to sort of segue uh, very, hopefully very smoothly although I've ruined it now by saying that that's what I'm doing it's ruined the whole plan it's the worst strategist of all time right with podcast damages here um, <laughs> we're in chapter two of our own podcast now 2.0.1 um <laughs> Uh, you know, you're talking about new ideas. Um, you know, you, you, when Instagram Reels became a thing, uh, yeah. we, you were very clear earlier that this wasn't, wasn't just your idea, it was your no. friend Sophia, Sophia's. Sophia. Uh, Sophia, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, idea. <laughs> but you figured out some kind of digital strategy that worked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can, we, can we hear a little bit about that? Yeah, well, you'd have to speak to Sophia, to be honest. Really? But... Um, that was also well, that we'd love was to. We'd love 2022. To. <laughs> yeah, 2022. Connections being made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put her in contact. Put her in contact. <laughs> Networking. <laughs> well, she's well aware of this already. Chose, chose she lives down the road. Already. It's fine. So really? Yeah. Really? Oh, goodness me. Um, yeah. It's avoiding us. Well, don't, don't, don't mention <laughs> no, what. Don't, seen her. don't mention what road that is. <laughs> <laughs> A road. <laughs> A road. Um, in our underground bunker. <laughs> Yes. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. Sorry. You've got the curtains closed. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. It is. It's a nuclear bunker somewhere in that you were trapped in. Rules. Oh, yeah, Thirty yeah. minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was 2022, and we'd both been posting a bit on Instagram because mm. I just like it as a as a little diary, kind of more for yeah. myself. Like I posted in like 2018 or something. Right. Um. That's when I started it, and then through lockdown, I would post a little bit consistently. Bit of motivation, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's so boring. Maybe what were you going to do? I was going to... Yeah. Yeah. I really like the way that you've done the reels though um, uh, because they're actually kind of like interesting to watch okay, I'm gonna lie. like a lot of a lot of like <laughs> some of the reels no okay obviously but okay, <laughs> the algorithm no one understands <laughs> imagine if you said the alternative wait <laughs> I hate the reels I just so boring. I just don't get them no 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 probably this podcast would go far more viral if I just think yeah, awful, yeah, yeah, awful yeah. controversy just sort of, just so, but compared to some of the uh, you know the classical music stuff that you, you see you know it, it's it, the, it's targeting the algorithm perfectly but I don't think it's like really it showing off some of like the hard work mm. that has to be done to perfect actual playing of classical music yeah. you know and whereas like yours is a fully prepared piece maybe just a minute of mm. it but you know it really like represents you as a musician yeah I so mean, you didn't like yeah do anything to portray yourself in that process I think mm. yeah that's something that I want to do you know is now looking at how social media is evolving you know you have to mm. people are looking for the person not how many right notes you play right well, I yeah. mean, the right notes help, but sure. also it's m what I like to do now is think of myself as a whole rather than rather than just as a guitarist, because it's so interesting, you know, like the little details on stage, like what you are wearing, how your stage presence is, you know, it all it all like makes up a whole mm. rather than, you know, watching someone walk onto stage, like maybe not smile, not introduce you the piece. Sure. And you know, if the stage is black and you're wearing black, you're not gonna see the person. Mm. So it's just little things that I think more yeah. people can start to think about on yeah. stage. Yeah. It's just really interesting. It's funny, the, the, the very famous music philosopher uh, Adorno, he, he wrote a lot about, I don't know if James has read this, uh, but he wrote a lot about the performer being the kind of, the, the, the sort of, I don't know, the, the transporter from the composer out to the audience. That's the role mm, of the performer. Yeah. And um, classical music in itself is very much a message from the composer, again, to the audience. Mm. And yet social media 
uh, is such a not an honest representation of somebody. Mm. And I've always thought that that dichotomy between uh, a musician yeah. being a very honest representation of something and then somebody's social media presence being such a uh, an artificial, mm. yeah, exactly. uh, constructed version of themselves. In a way, social media doesn't lend itself to classical music in that sense. And yet really you seem to have done something that feels still very honest. Uh, it that's feel, it that's feels really genuine. good. Thank you. Because it is, it's tough mm. to really put yourself on the pedestal. Mm. Um, it's not something I ever thought I would like end up doing, which is like, I, I literally fell into it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was posting, but you don't, I wasn't necessarily expecting it to grow yeah. when it did. Is that, um, is that what drove you? Do you think you drove um, yourself to do it? Or do you, you know, was that initial kind of follower base you gained, was that kind of inspiring? Did yeah, that make you yeah, for sure. Mm. Because you're like, yeah, I ended up turning my notifications off because really? of how crazy my phone was going. Can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't just say all this stuff. <laughs> but it was, it was bizarre. And I was like, like literally what is going on? Mm. But then it, it you're, you're still the same person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you just the number just changes on the screen. No, exactly, yeah. And then it's like, nothing's going to go away. Well, I'm just waiting for the, yeah, the subway surfers uh, um, at yeah. the top and at the bottom, you know. Should Maybe even a projector that? coming down from the church <laughs> the next time you're doing wow. a concert or something like that. But because you're start, still being to yeah. totally honest with We should yourself. also start optimising our stuff for Apple Vision Pro, shouldn't we, I think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that content, we can really break into that. We should get sponsored. See, that's, you say that. That's a lot easier said than done. Mm. You just have to reach out. Yeah, really. you have to just try. sponsor us. When have we ever tried? <laughs> <laughs> Start trying. Well, we work what very hard. This podcast. We'll, we'll have you know, Zoe. We work very hard. Say <laughs> <laughs> <So> we, James. <laughs> yeah. all, all love. No denial. In that direction. No denials, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, you you found you found that, and that kind of propelled you forwards a bit. Um, yeah. Did you did you feel like you know when you were going through you know your injury and you were you were working through that? Do you do you, do you think that that community that you'd slightly built kind of made you want to keep doing it? Um, yeah, 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 for sure. And everyone was so supportive. Really? You know, I never had, like, I never had negative comments about standing up. And that's what make, made it so easy. You know, my teachers at college, they were like, you know, as long as you're okay, mm. we're fine with this. Yeah. And honestly, that, that's fantastic from them. Oh, you know. honestly, yeah. I've been so lucky. It's like a family and yeah. not every, not every musician has that. No. And, you know, I've been super grateful yeah. And, you know, my family really supportive and because yeah. it was, yeah, it was a tough time. But, yeah. you know, you you have to take the positives from it. Yeah. It's given me a career and it's like sure. bizarre. And it's it's really weird to think that that time in my life has like will change the rest of my playing career. Yeah. 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 Well, you say giving your career, so you're in your final year now. Yeah. At college. Yeah. Uh, is it is it too presumptuous to ask you what you might be doing next year? Um, Apart from being terrified. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's one of those people that does not have to be terrified. I, I don't know. I'm still <laughs> terrified. Everybody's terrified when they leave. I said yeah. you don't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. say you won't be. <laughs> it's um, true, yeah. Hope, well, it's, it's hard because, you know, you never know what you're going to end up doing as a freelancer. Yeah. Hopefully more of the same, just mm. without the stress of having a final recital to prepare, prepare right. for. So what is the same? Like, what's, what, what um, are you expecting to come out of it? If it all goes with the plan. Yeah, so concerts, more yep. recordings. I need that's something that I'm working on at the moment is how to record stuff that I'm happy with because it's yeah. like I'm so at home performing mm. 
But when we get to recording, I'm like, yeah, like self destructive. Yeah, so those voices inside your head aren't. aren't yeah, it's it's really bad. Yeah. Um, but also, it's you know that's part of it. Classical music recordings is so. Um, what's the word? It's so edited. Mm. And yeah. But it's also like really hard to realize that when you're listening to a recording yeah. where it sounds like so perfect and you're like, oh, I want to sound like them. But mm. that's not that's not the it's way. It's not fair on yourself. No. You know? And it's not realistic because you're not going to sound like someone else. Also, you don't know what they could be capable of doing first time on stage yeah. because you do yeah, know that exactly. when they're playing something which seems impossible, they could have tried 500 times and, you know, anyone can kind of do anything at that point. Yeah. It's um, hard to realise that even though, you know, we all go through that as musicians and we understand the process. When you're listening to like an album on Spotify, you know, you're like, oh my God, they're amazing. And like, yes, they are. Yeah. But, there's a hell of a lot of editing yeah. behind the scenes. Well, I mean, yeah. like live live music. I, I remember you. Well, we must get Matt on at some point. We'll talk a bit mm, about that. Yeah. But you've done some work with Forte Sessions. Yeah. Uh, which is an, an amazing new business. Which is what's I mean, it's bringing classical music to contemporary yeah spaces. Spaces. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the Instagram bio. Quite proud that I managed to remember that or something. But <laughs> um, but yeah, you did an amazing video where you were stood up playing in Soho area. Yeah, in Denmark Street. Um, classical music on the side of the street yeah um that's that's incredible well, i mean totally it? unedited you know i mean i say that actually it was pre-recorded yeah but it for was for those who were there that was a live performance mm. of something that they might not have expected to see on the street yeah. no of course not and then we had like a thousand roller skaters come past and that was something Fantastic. i wasn't expecting to see on the street yeah. <laughs> so, so, wow. like you're in the metaverse you know it's yeah. like, what's what going is? on like, <laughs> where am i it's <laughs> like, <laughs> everywhere you look you know like wow we've, all, we've already lamented the loss of those fingerless gloves yeah oh yes that was very yeah, sad how many fingerless gloves do you get through um Many, but yeah. I've started using leg warmers for my hands. Wow. So you have like a double use. Wow. I have to say, I didn't think we'd get onto this topic of conversation, no, but I'm no. glad we're here. And in fact, <laughs> in fact I'm going to tactically segue us back in time. So we don't to. I'm just saying these are questions that, are, that need to be answered. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep it in, we'll keep it in, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, you've played guitar in every kind of location. Well, maybe not every, but a lot. You, and so you're very confident standing up and playing guitar. Yeah. But a little bit about your... TED talk and how you mm. approach that kind of anxiety mm. would be oh nice. God, yeah. Maybe not just anxiety, like, but what it flagged up for you doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's um, so interesting um, because you don't uh, when you when you work as a musician, you think obviously, but you don't put into like generic sentences that make sense. Mm. And they came to me, the lovely team um, at Imperial College. Being like, we want you to talk about talk about your injury or social media as well, because it came through Instagram. Thank you, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. yeah. yeah. It's Honestly, it's incredible. Mm. Um, I haven't done anything for us yet, but <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Apple, <laughs> and um, yeah, they were like, "Can you talk about your experiences at mm. RCM to kind of introduce more artistic ways of thinking to imperial students, basically?" <laughs> Um, and then I was like, oh, my God, now I have to talk in, um, I can't even, like... To the boffins across the road. Yeah, about, <laughs> yeah, exactly. about RCM. And yeah. it's lot. so interesting yeah. talking to people who aren't, um, who aren't musicians mm. because I find it really hard to put into 
Worse. Yeah. Did you get a little bit of imposter syndrome as if like you oh don't God, think yeah. you could be able to educate anyone yeah. else? And I was like, but this is just what I do. It's I just what, yeah, and up. they find that so interesting. Yeah. Mm. I think I think everybody outside the music industry finds it unbelievably interesting. Yeah. I think we take that for granted when we sort of you know I'm well, there's an extent to which what, so everyone that does something different is intriguing. But I really think that, you know, being a classical musician is like, you say that to someone and it's, it's, Especially it's as not a young something person. you hit. Because yeah. it's, yeah. I feel like it is coming up more on social media now. Mm. There's a lot of people from Juilliard that are very big on social media, uh, on TikTok and stuff. Deplatform them. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, they come up on when, when you're scrolling and stuff mm. and... <laughs> I mean, the more content that young people can produce about classical music, I think the yeah. better. This goes back to what you were saying just mm. prior to the recording is about whether you want to be a creator or a consumer. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice to see that young people are, I guess, making attempts to be more creators. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's so easy to become the consumer, even mm. as a creative like us, you know. Yeah. Do you um, worry about like too much of it, too much of that like creation for social media and not enough of mm -hmm. the live stuff happening? Yeah. Actually, because it can kind of be two different things. Yeah, you'd think it would promote one would promote the other, but mm. if you're seeing so much of it on your phone and stuff, you kind of yeah. see it as a different world. You have to think about it all the time. So I went to Italy mm. in December, and I vlogged. You yeah, vlogged. I did my first oh. vlog. I know I hated myself yeah. too. <laughs> How did I'm, you start? Link in the held chat. the camera. Held the camera. Can we? Can we have a? Can we have but a live performance? And start? Oh no! Because I was just like, right, I'm gonna challenge myself to try and create this vlog. Yeah. It hasn't gone up on my YouTube yet because I'm still like, I need to edit it really? and then post it. I might not even post it, who knows. Yeah, um, on, get it out, get it out. But honestly, like it really took away from, from being in the moment, even though mm. I was saying to the team, um, Lilium Art Sound, Sound Art, sorry, um, that did the whole Italy trip, um, that I never regret the content that, that I take Mm. But in the moment, I hate doing it. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like I don't regret doing it. It's just, it takes away from you being in the moment and that interaction that you have with the people. You don't, like I knew I knew the people. So I was like, I hope you don't mind if I vlog and kind of get you in it. And we had like chats and stuff and and things. But yeah, it's it wasn't the most comfortable thing. No. So hats off to everyone who does it like full time. It's crazy. But, but, but you know, but you then say, you get yeah. used to it. It's just like any other career. It's true. Yeah. But then not everyone wants to of course. hang out with someone who's going to film everything all no, the time. No, no so yeah. yeah, you say hats off, but too much vlogging is not necessarily actually a good thing. Unless people yeah. are doing something, yeah, you're doing something which is really different. Have quite you seen those like, people, I don't know if it's like these naughty People vlog getting a coffee, you know? You're like, <laughs> I wonder what's going to be so different have you seen about those, that. Like, have you seen those Twitch screamers that have like text to chat? Oh no! <laughs> like on thing. And then when like people comment, it like reads it out full volume. Oh, so that, yeah, they're like, like letting letting my audience, yeah, <laughs> exactly. letting my audience like wake me up or something. You know, like, <laughs> you're you watching a guy sleep and waiting for someone to donate like fifty pounds. But so people, that just, but people yeah. did. Like, you know, like, wake me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like wake me like, yeah, exactly. like guys, stop doing it. I fall back asleep and literally ten minutes later, it'd be like five hundred pound donation. Like, I know. The, 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 like the air horn goes off. Like, man found dead. I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and then you see buskers on the street and, you know, they're sort of slaving away all day and earn how much? You know, well, some of them have card uh, machines now. Some of them have card machines. Yeah, that's true. Those actually. are the ones ahead of the game. They are ahead of the game. That is, um, 
that is quite something I always see that but then it always like the default amount is like three pounds I'm like three pounds yeah, that's yeah. a lot of money <laughs> you know gone, gone, gone are the days where you just sort of chuck a 50 pence piece in there isn't it you know well being a classical musician it's actually like quite nice to know what they're playing if it's Despacito then absolutely not oh. but if it's anything else then you see that, it's that guy in the tunnel in, glad to hear it down in the exhibition road he plays like, oh, yeah. here comes the sun every Monday morning Legend. Same bloke. When just, the sun never I comes think it's, I think it's in, in a tunnel in London. Every Monday morning. Every Monday morning. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's only. Sort of I'm going to start walking down there. Yeah, you yeah. really, you really <laughs> must. Unbelievable. Do you guitarist. have a specific time? Get him on podcast. Uh, no, I don't know. I think I think it's literally all day on Monday, and it's on oh, repeat. Oh, it's all day. You know, it's like you know those ten hour like way on <laughs> yeah. videos on, on, on. He should do a YouTube. live stream. He really should. Yeah, take requests. It's not the most diverse uh, no. content, is it? But he's sticking to his guns. You got to respect him for that. Uh, where are we going with this? Sorry. Um, well, actually, you said you went to Italy, mm. but didn't you do... Was was that a trip in which you did some sort of uh, playing with a lot of children and guitarists and stuff, or some education there? Or no, was that a different trip that, was that you a different did? Trip. But you, you have experience, you have to, had some experience in that. That's really globetrotter. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's hear about this so, one. <laughs> I've been involved with the National Youth Guitar Ensemble since, oh, since I was like 12. Yeah. Um, but then they kind of asked you back to yeah. lead some sessions and well, we, group we stuff. Well, we went on tour in 2022. Was it? Oh, no, 2023. No, it was 2022, I think, um, to Granada. Yeah. And then we played um, a quartet with a guitar ensemble around Spain. And it, yeah, so it was just cool. amazing. You know, it's nice to um, kind of go back to the things that brought you through, yeah. through the instrument. It's like, yeah, refining that love, isn't it? You know, it's like yeah. I think teaching does. You, I think teaching does do that. I was going to say when you get into the conservatoire machine, you know, it's everything suddenly feels. It is a very bit of a machine contrived. Yeah, uh, you know, for sure. and it feels about what everyone else is doing instead of yourself, mm. really. But like when you're like watching kind of kids learning and stuff, it's very just pure. In yeah, a sense, you know? I think I think it's mm-hmm. important when you're at uni to do some professional work on the side. I mean, I know that comes from a place of privilege. Obviously, you've got to be good enough to get that work. Mm. Mm. But like, it keeps you connected with the world, and also it makes you it makes you better. It makes you better. When yeah. I first started. Um, teaching I didn't know how to explain anything to a child like I'm the youngest sibling Mm. so I'm used to people like telling me what to do and then I had this kid in front of me and I was like now I have to learn like how to teach him to do a back thing, do a back yeah. thing, you know? yeah. It's such a different way of speaking and it's it is a mm. tool mm. it's like a skill that you learn how to do yeah yeah. And then, you know, when you get different ages, it's interesting because mm. your language has to change. Yeah. It's, and you it's, can't yeah, be patronising to a 14-year-old yeah. girl because they're going to start, um, they won't respect you. Sure. Well, I hate this, the instrument. This is fascinating because basically what we're learning from this episode is that to be a musician, you have to learn about 15 other skills. Yeah. You know, the, the, the media, the teaching, all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you it's basically, you don't work. really get much help doing that. I mean, at, 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 we're lucky at Conservatory that we have some classes on leadership and teaching. But yeah. um, mm. we have uh, no one really has been taught on their digital presence. No, we're kind no. of all warned very carefully. To but no, but I also feel like we all kind of know that, like what has to be done in that sense to to promote yourself. You've just gone and done it, you know. Yeah, it's hard. You and, to you and a few people have really you say, the step. You know, you've got to you got to do it. It's yeah, hard. No, that's fine. And yeah. even you know, like I, I'm not the most regular poster at all mm. because. You know, it's it does. Join take, the club. Join the club. <laughs> it takes away from real yeah. life. It does. Mm. And also, if I'm like in a practice session, there's, I don't want to set up my phone because then you can, you know, you go through the whole mental stage of being like, oh my god, I'm being filmed, so yeah. now I have to get it right. Mm. But that's yeah. not the point of practice sessions. No. So there have been so many times where I've tried to film a reel, 
And, you know, oh, I've spent hours and hours doing it. I'm still not But happy. you're always very honest in the captions about, like, what the piece is about, firstly. Yeah. But also, like, I think struggles and stuff that mm. you've had with it, which is, like, yeah. part of what makes those reels, like, quite true to yourself. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad that it feels true and, like, not really fake because, you know, I, I understand that people are, um, you know... Uh, consuming the content yeah. and I, I it's a tough thing to do you know it's it, and everyone has their own struggles when, when you're a creator not to set false standards yeah um and so many people i think fall short there um and and say say that something you know is something when it's not and i think in your situation yeah. you're very as you as i'd said you're very honest about you know the amount of work that you've put into things and also those voices inside your head that make you think that actually this isn't good enough to post. I don't want to do this. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a different story. Mm. But then it's almost like you have to acknowledge that those thoughts are there, but just do it anyway. Yeah. Because it's all it's all in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. Some people just really don't suffer with that at all, do they? No, like exactly. Some people just have this kind of confidence where they just, they just put stuff out there. Yeah. And uh, think about the consequences afterwards. Which I think, um, you know, you've got to do. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. It's just a different way of, of coming at it, isn't it? Yeah, for you know, sure. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, I was, there's only one other question I was going to ask you, uh, and I, I mean, it's it's a difficult one in a way, uh, is to talk about if you've received sexism, um, mm. you know, on on some of your content. Now, I was saying before before we got on here that the the industry and certainly what I've seen on social media about guitarists, it's, it feels very male dominated. Mm. Uh, is that fair to say? Yeah, it is really male dominated. Um, I mean, my mum taught me, mm. so, you know, I've had that. You've had that female role model. Yeah, my whole life. And I used to have a female female teacher, mm. um, but it was always, you know, like 90% men. Yeah. And it still is, really. But, well, actually, not that much. Mm. But in real life, real life, rather than online, it it has been fine. Mm. You know, I haven't. I haven't experienced anything, luckily. Just, uh, yeah, when just when you online. go online, people people like mm. to say whatever they want to say. Yeah, because they're saying it behind their computer screen. Yeah, yeah no it's such an awful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you do, how do you, have you sort of dealt with, yeah. um, with it, posting a video and just dreading like some weird comment? Well, you can't, you can't really, mm. there isn't, you can't stop it. So it's like, I just, you know, you see it and you delete it. Yeah. Um, but I've spoken to a lot of other female guitar creators about it. And, you know, we just all laugh it off because what else can you do? Well, that's it. You, you know, delete it. And it's like, what else can you do? You can stop posting and yeah. sabotage yourself. It's Post awful, it on my close you know. friends to laugh about. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean... It's like such a difficult thing. Obviously, it's it's the kind of it's the kind of world that we don't we don't see mm. at all, um, and mm. we wish was spoken more about. Yeah, it, you know, it feels like people are almost embarrassed to talk about it or mm. embarrassed to open up, and there sh there shouldn't be that embarrassment there. Mm. No, not at all, because it happens to everyone. Mm. You know, if you're, but even like hate comments in general. You know, yeah. if you're posting like raw content, mm. people are gonna hate on you. Yeah, now, now we're in our territory here. Yeah. <laughs> we're in our comfort zone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even, you know, you don't know what the topic is gonna be about. Mm. It could be about anything. Like I've, I have 
so many comments about my tattoo being like, women shouldn't have tattoos. And I'm like- Women shouldn't have, is that the comment? Sometimes. Or like you've ruined your femaleness. With has he? Tattoos. Have this person ever gone outside? I just said, has he? I, I made an assumption there that it was, a, was a he. But have they got, ever gone outside? You know? Well, who knows? <laughs> it's so bizarre. But it is interesting because my Instagram following is—it's oh, something crazy. Like in the ninety percent of men that follow me. Wow. And I know it's the same for for all the other female guitarists online. Um, with big followings that I've spoken to, mm. it's the same. How does that make you feel? Does that, you know, um, kind of okay I mean, that? uh, it's, I would love it to be like 50, 50. Yeah. That's like the ideal world, but it's not. Um, so I'm very grateful for the support that I have of course. for sure. You know, I wouldn't be here without, without my following. So mm. it's, mm. it's just when you get some of those types of comments, it's, delete delete yeah. try and ignore um it's such a shame yeah such a shame that such yeah. a fantastic guitarist if you don't mind me saying oh thank uh, you it's reduced <laughs> to that kind of thing oh uh, but you know it's life it's life it's you have to hopefully it won't be no for much, no as, as you say I was you just know, thinking, younger. Like, is there any way to like like you literally cannot promote to a more female audience on instagram um Without like yeah, making exactly. without making like a thing, you know. Yeah, and then that's where I, with my content, knowing that my audience is predominantly male, mm. do I then start posting about clothes and makeup? When, but then to bring in like more female mm. watches. Yeah, and then like change the exactly the way that you do things. No, absolutely but not. But then also, I feel like my content is like quite true to who I am, and yeah. you know that's. I think as long as you kind of maintain mm. that, then, yeah. you know, you're gonna you're not gonna go off the off the path, are you? No. This was a very sort of meandering, um, kind of kind of go through of everything, really. Yeah, you know, we sort of really touched a lot of bases and sort of came back to things. Um, but I guess in, in, in a way that represents the content that you produce, this is I hope a kind of reasonably honest conversation. Yeah, yeah. you've um, inspired me to try and film another reel. Well, you've inspired <laughs> yeah. us to actually. Make some content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You make content though. Wow, James makes content. Ed, Ed <laughs> makes content as well. Ed makes a phenomenal amount yeah, of content. Yeah, hang on a minute, Tom. <laughs> no, you uh, really do. On behalf of yourself. I say, I'm speaking. <laughs> I, 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 James was last real in like 2020. <laughs> I am. I am a vacuum of content. Yeah, yeah. You're a consumer. I am. I'm a consumer. And I, I'm... Tom keeps the guests busy while we set up. Yeah. <laughs> I do. How did I do? Without was I, was fail. I okay? Ten you. out of ten. I have to say, you know, it's it's uh, it's a real pleasure. We, Zoe and I have never really spoken. No, before, before lovely this. to meet you. It's really lovely to meet you too. Um, but you know, we hope that this has been a, a, a tremendously in, enjoyable episode. It's funny that it, our last... ha- it has been. I can yeah, say that categorically. It's been amazing. It's been no, a, thank you so much. It's been a we real need pleasure. good guests to have good content, so it is true. Do. It does inspire us to we, make. You know, we have had podcast. good guests. Just, just so for those previous guests who are listening, <laughs> we, we value you all. Uh, we just well, that's why there's a podcast with them in it. You know? Particularly value Zoe. <laughs> exactly. Just like covered up for something that could be bad, and then said something worse. They've already, they've already clicked off. They've clicked off the podcast. Uh, anyway, yes, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, I say as my nose gets longer, Pinocchio style. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see you all very soon. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>